0: Right. BYU Baseball hits back to the diamond. There's a
1: ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the backcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ball. Live coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies,
0: Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton.
1: We're here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood uh, right before the uh, series uh, beginning game here in uh, Pepperdine. And Coach, uh, first road game of the West Coast Conference for you. You've had a couple of home. And so, uh, tough schedule early with those three, you know, Gonzaga, LMU, and now Pepperdine. The gauntlet's still out there and uh, should be a fun weekend. And uh, your Cougars are playing really good right now.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've we've been playing really well the last uh, four or five games and and had a good week last week. And it is. March has been tough for us. I mean, it's been just one good team after another. And traditionally, we haven't played well here at Pepperdine. Um, But I feel like our team, just like we talked about Saturday afternoon, our team's built more, or maybe Tuesday night, we're built more for Pepperdine this year. We don't have guys who are going to hit long fly balls. And we can hit and run a little bit, short game a little bit. So. I feel good, especially with Jordan Wood on the mound. I mean, I feel, I feel probably more confident this year than I have in, in past years just because we, I feel like we're more built for our park as well as going on the road. Uh,
1: you know, your home stand was a good one after that LMU series. You guys came around, played great defense, really pitched it well against Gonzaga. Same, same kind of thing with UVU on Tuesday night. Uh, came out offensively, pressure every inning, and, and your whole staff threw very well.
0: They really did, and I was, I was happy that Bo gave us four and two-thirds, Bo Burrup, uh, starting the game, because when I scripted the innings, I had him for two, maybe three. He was really efficient, worked ahead. He did have three or four walks in four and two-thirds, and that's why he eventually came out of the game. But it allowed us to save Zimmerman and Sudrath and some guys at the back end and just throw a couple guys one inning. So we really have everyone fresh this weekend, is, and that's the goal. I mean, you want to get through those Tuesday games. They're important. You have to win them. I mean, we have Utah coming up next week, and down the road we have Stanford and Arizona and Cal and Utah two more times after that. So those are important games, huge games for us, um, but the weekends are obviously more important than any, any other game.
1: Now the guy starting for uh, Pepperdine today, their number one guy, Will Jensen, you're familiar with him. you recruited him out of Cottonwood. Tell us what we can see from him.
0: Well, he's a, he's a big kid, 6'2", 6'3". He's got good down angle, um, meaning he's got kind of a har- high arm angle. Change-up's his best pitch. I mean, he'll sit 90, 92, maybe touch 93. Uh, but, but his change-up's really an equalizer. He'll throw it at any count. He'll throw it 3-2. He'll throw it 2-0. And so our, our offensive approach is we need to look fastball, just like we always do, make him have his secondary stuff over the plate, but really see that change-up up. up. You'll, see, you'll see some bad swings on that change-up, and you'll see people might get frustrated listening, like, oh, he took a 3-1 pitch right down the middle. Well, it's probably a change-up. That's, that's a really, really good pitch. I mean, that's why they're, he's their number one. Yeah, we recruited him. We lost him out of Conwood High School. Really good kid. Um, going to be a good challenge for us today.
1: Uh, Pepperdine, the field here right on Pacific Coast Highway. Tough place to play because it just brings in all sorts of elements. With that breeze coming in, tough to hit the ball out. Uh, so you've got to play, seemed like to me over the years, a little more small ball.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And when you stand at home plate, it looks like you're almost the field's uphill. You know, it's I, it, it was, it's probably built that way for irrigation drainage. I mean, I bet you center field's five to seven feet higher than home plate if you just get out there and look. And it's kind of one of those home field advantage type fields. It's not just a, okay, here's your field and go play on it. It's got nuances. The wind blows differently. Um, you can see that they know how to play the wind with their outfielders. And so we just try to mimic their outfielders, really. I mean, if you, if we see an inning where the right fielder's playing super shallow, we need to take note of that and, and ask ourselves, why you know, did the wind change from right? Because prevailing, it's kind of left center to right, to right field. Um, so the ball will kind of carry down left field line. It'll carry down right field line. But it kind of dies in the gaps. And so it's an interesting field with a lot of foul ground.
1: You've got a left fielder freshman, never been here. You've got a J.C. transfer in center, never been here. So... Uh, that that's even more important.
0: It is, and I just you know tell them when the ball goes up in the air, run and catch it. <laughs> you know, don't make excuses. Don't think. Too, don't overthink it too much. And that's why we have batting practice. I mean, our guys will go out there and we call it we call it power shag. So everybody gets out of their ways while Mitch is out and left, and and Jarrett's out and right, and Brock's out or Jarrett's in center, and Brock's in right, and we for two rounds we just let them go get ground balls and and if they're on the ground or ga- go get chase down the ball in the gap and just kind of see and get a feel for what the field's like. So. They should be ready to go by game time you
1: no know, for for the most part, veteran team, especially offensively for you they've been here they've been here at least once, some of them probably twice, and uh, so they've got to feel comfortable in the surroundings and uh, an important series for both schools
0: Oh, no doubt, especially for us, you know we mention it all the time, the way we came out against LMU and, and dropped, got swept, which is so unusual, especially at home but and now I think the guys the next week we came out fighting, and that's really. Really, all you can ask is is they're going to give a full effort. And if we give a full effort, play solid baseball, um, clean up a, a few things, like Schneeman bunts to first base and pops it up against Utah Valley, and Mitch doesn't get the ball down and has to hit, we've got to funda- fundamentally be good because Pepperdine will make us pay for that.
1: Okay, Coach, appreciate the time. We'll see you on the postgame show.
0: All right. Thanks, Brent.
1: Well, live from Eddie D. Field in uh, Malibu, California, BYU baseball is on the air finally. We had a little... Uh... Uh, technical issue to get the game started today. We are in the bottom of the first inning uh, and uh, the Cougars were retired after getting one base hit in the in the first and uh, now Pepperdine with a runner at uh, second base. One man out and the hitter is Matthew Canfer. There was an error on Brennan Anderson. There's a ball hit pretty well. Brock Hale going back and right. He's there and makes the catch for the out. So two men out and the runner, Brent Belt moves up to uh, third base on the fly ball out. So two men down, runner of third and Jordan cassar will be the hitter for the uh, Pepperdine Waves. Again, just started here in uh, Pepperdine. BYU both these teams, two wins, four losses on the year in the conference. Uh, Pepperdine's second straight conference uh, uh, road uh, series as Jordan Kassar steps in, first pitch is outside, ball one. Joined by Tuckett Slade. Hey, thanks for having me. Tuckett, uh, appreciate you being here with us. A little bit of a, really a beautiful day. A little windy, as we've seen here in the past, blowing in from left. Very, very tough ballpark uh, to hit a home run in, especially in these conditions. Here's the 1-0 pitch. And that ball is uh, looped to right field. Over comes uh, Brock Hill. He is there, and he will make the catch for the out. And Pepperdine is retired here in the bottom of the first we're going to keep it right here and uh, as we came uh, today to the ballpark wind blowing in directly from left field normally we have a little bit of breeze but it's a little stronger here today so definitely a pitcher's type of game especially with these two top uh, light starters for both these schools
2: absolutely i mean we saw already in the first inning a ball that was hit really well that went absolutely nowhere in left center Coop's got their uh, their work cut out today. Facing Will Jensen, who's a local kid from Cottonwood High School, who's, who's here in Malibu pitching, and he's got an 08 ERA on the year. So fantastic little pitcher, and it's going to be a battle.
1: Four wins, no losses for Jensen on the year. Let's quickly go over the starting lineups. First for the BYU Cougars, uh, Brennan Anderson will heat it off. He'll be po- followed by Brian Suen and Daniel Sneeman. Brock Hill in right field. bats fourth. Keaton Kringlin will be the DH. He'll bat fifth. Nate Pevera with third base will bat sixth. David Fawson doing the catching will bat seventh for the Cougars. Jarrett Perns in center bats eighth. Mitch uh, McIntyre in left will bat ninth and pitching. Of course, uh, Jordan Wood. Wood uh, two wins a loss, 3.43 earned run average. For the waves of Pepperdine, Chase Lambert, who popped up uh, to lead off the first inning, will lead it off. He'll play the shortstop. First baseman Brandon Belt was on by a way of Anderson in the first. He was retired after making it to third base. Matthew Canford flew out to, to right field. And then Jordan Kassar, the DH, he's also the closer for the Waves. Quincy McAfee will play at second base. He'll bat fifth. Corey Wills will be in center. He'll bat sixth. Josh Davis in left field will bat seventh. Billy Cook will be the third baseman. And he will bat eighth. And Joe Kipuris will be the catcher. He'll bat ninth. And Will Jensen, the young man Cottonwood High School product, out of Murray, Utah, getting the start here, and he's had a tremendous start here to his sophomore year. First pitch curveball over for a call, strike one to uh, the Cougars' Keaton Kringlin. Kringlin hitting 325 on the year as he steps in. Junior out of Cedar City. Kringlin will bat from the right side. Here's the 0 1 pitch, and Kringlin pops this up foul and out of play. 0 2. We're normally connected to the internet through an ethernet connection. Uh, Had some kind of firewall giving us all sorts of troubles here today to start the ball game, and so we are now uh, connected via analog phone line. Went old school. That's right. A couple of tin cups and a (laughs) a string, (laughs) right? Exactly. Pitch to Kringlins up high. One ball and two strikes.
2: You're starting to see slowly Kringlin's getting healthy. He's running better every single game. So it wouldn't, it's probably going to be close here when he'll start getting back out in the outfield.
1: Kringlin at 325 average as he starts the series down here in Malibu. Kringlin takes that one down low. You know, the marine layer was really heavy here today, and finally about a half an hour ago kind of blew off, and we can now see the ocean over the left field wall here in Malibu. Cougars come in 13 wins, 10 losses. And the Waves 10 wins and 13 losses on the year. Pitch to Kringland, Curveball over for call, strike three. First strikeout of the day by Jensen. And that will bring Favero to the plate.
2: Yeah, good pitch right there. Sharp breaking ball on the outside corner. What makes Will so good is he's got an 88-91 to mile fastball, but he can throw his changeup and his curveball for a strike whenever he wants. So it's, it's tough to really, you can't just guess one pitch. He can throw anything at you.
1: That'll bring Favaro to the plate. Uh, Nate, uh, the senior out of Vienna, Virginia. 13 RBIs on a year for Favaro. And Will Jensen, the right-hander. Rocks and fires, and that pitches up high ball one. Jensen 6'3, 170. He is a sophomore. Four wins, no losses. 0.086 earned run average. Averaging less than a strikeout, and any, not a, a huge strikeout guy, but like you said, just great controllers. A pop up down the third base side. The uh, shortstop going out, and he'll make the play for the out. Yeah, he doesn't strike a ton of guys out, but
2: what he does is he keeps the ball down. He has really good command with his fastball down and his changeup down. Usually when he misses, it's down in the zone. So he just a lot of ground balls, a lot of ground balls. Hey, when and when you're pitching in Malibu, when you do miss up, a fly ball usually yep. stays in the yard and can get caught.
1: They're talking about uh, Brock Hale put a charge into one in the first that would have been well out in Provo, and it didn't even. It was 40 feet in front of the wall in left center. Yep. The wind just. Dropped it and brought it right back into the ballpark as uh, David Klaassen steps in. First pitch to David is fouled straight back.
2: Yeah, to leave the yard, you really got to go down the lines here at Pepperdine. It has to be a line shot.
1: Yeah, especially right field line today with that one kind of blowing yeah. in across. Almost straight in right now, but yeah. um, usually blows a little bit in from the left field side. Here's the 0-1 from Jensen, and Claussen uh, fouls another one off, 0 2 Will Jensen uh, on the year. Uh, this will be his seventh start, 42 innings pitched, 36 hits given up, only five runs in 36 innings. 30 strikeouts and only seven walks. He went his first 28 innings without giving up a base on balls.
2: Yeah, it wasn't until conference play that he has his walks. So he's struggled with, with command a little bit the last two weeks, but still been fantastic.
1: One ball, two strikes, the count to Nate Favero. And here is Jensen's pitch. Favaro, or, uh, not Favero, I mean Claussen. And Claussen uh, fouls that one over near the uh, wave dugout. The Waves uh, hold a 26-16 record against BYU all-time in baseball. The Waves hold an 8-4 to advantage here in Malibu. Lawson fouls this one off down the third base side. That will uh, land foul. Huge out-of-play foul ball territory here. So, really, the ultimate pitcher's park. It Much really, like we really saw is. at Murakami Stadium over in
2: Honolulu. Yeah, not as deep as it is there, but uh, definitely very similar.
1: One and two. Clausen steps back in. Curveball, strike three called. Two strikeouts, an inning by Jensen. Coomers retired. No run, errors. We are through. One and a half inning. No score, BYU and Pepperdine on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the second inning. No score BYU and Pepperdine here in California. First game of the three-game set will be back on the air again tomorrow afternoon, 4 o'clock, for game two, as Quincy McAfee, the second baseman, will step in. He was an all-freshman performer last year in the West Coast Conference for the Waves. He is a sophomore out of Houston, hitting two nineteen on the air, and he... Fouls went down the left field line. A long run for McIntyre. He is going to get there, and he's going to make the catch. Oh, wow. That ball stayed up in the air a long time, and the ball was hit a ton. He probably ran 50 yards to go (laughs) hit that. Unbelievable. (laughs) When it was first hit, I thought there's no chance anybody's going to get to that one, and the wind kind of brought it back, Yeah. and McIntyre never gave up on it. Great play by the freshman.
2: Yeah, really good play. Nice to have speed, that's for sure.
1: Corey Wills will step in. Left-handed hitter, and the first pitch is over for a call. Strike one. Wills will be followed by Josh Davis. Uh, Wills, a uh, sophomore out of uh, Henderson, Nevada, 6'1", 180. And here is Jordan Woods, 1-0 pitch. There's a ball, one hopper right at Anderson. He's got it. He'll throw him out.
2: Yeah, hit hard,
1: but Anderson's
2: just in the right spot. Good play. This uh,
1: Pepperdine team, only hitting 238 as a team, had a hard time scoring runs this year. Their ERA 3.57. Cougars team ERA has dropped about a, a run and a half here in the last week as BYU has really pitched it well at, at home and at UVU on Tuesday night. Pitches over for a strike.
2: Yeah, besides the the one inning against Gonzaga in the eighth of Game Three, the pitching's been fantastic the last four games.
1: Walked a couple of guys, hit a batter in that eighth, and that was the, the spelled their demise. As they yeah. had that game. they did. Just won. Then they battled back, and then couldn't get the big hit in the bottom of the eighth. Here's the one-one pitch—a swing and a miss by Josh Davis. So the count now uh, a ball and two strikes, two men out. This field is situated looking southwest. So the uh, sun will go over the right field wall here, and that pitches out. Say, boy, Clausen thought he had a strikeout, and so did Wood. Yeah. Clausen took a couple of steps toward the dugout. Home plate umpire Andy Sutton said, "Not so quick, young man."
2: Well, especially because Clausen just swung out on a very similar <laughs> pitch, uh, struck out on that last inning. So I thought it's the same pitch.
1: Tell the story to the umpire. Two-two. Yeah. Ball fouled up and out of play. So the Cougars, uh, this uh, little four-game road trip with three here, and then one in Salt Lake against Utah on Tuesday night before returning home next weekend to take on Santa Clara. There's a strike three called on the outside corner. Really good pitch. And Wood with the strikeout. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through two complete. No score. Pepperdine, BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Hey, Cougar fans. This is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Jarrett Perns will lead it off for the Cougars. We go to the third inning here. And Perns rockets one, left center field, base hit. All picked up out there by the center fielder, Corey Wills. And uh, Jared Perns on the first pitch he sees, singles to left. That will bring up uh, Mitch McIntyre.
2: It's just one of those games I feel like you just got to find a way to manufacture a run. Put one on the board and see what can happen here. McIntyre at the good speed. You'd be surprised the Coach tries a bunt here.
1: Yeah, you know, small ball in this ballpark. We talked about yeah. on, the, on the pregame with Coach Mike Littlewood. Uh, we were able to play that before we got on the air, and he talked about it. you got to play a different kind of baseball here. And there's McIntyre bunting the ball, and he fouls it back. Uh, Coach Littlewood also talked about uh, McIntyre's inability to get the bunt down. So he's, it's a little frustrating for him. I know they've been working with it. On yeah, it.
2: working like crazy for him to get it down, and you see there that – He's just, it's a sacrifice. He doesn't need to go anywhere, but he's trying to run as he bunts it, and that's why he keeps pulling off and popping it out of foul foul territory. Doesn't
1: seem real committed up there. No, he doesn't. Trying to turn a sacrifice into a base hit. As Pern steps back in, quick throw to first base. Boy, pretty close. Pern's kind of leaning toward the bag at second, able to dive back in safely. Yeah, quick feet there by the pitcher, really quick move. Will Jensen, a recruit of BYU here a couple of years ago out of Cottonwood High School. And here is the 0 1 pitch from Jensen. Burns hits us, or, yeah, per- McIntyre hits that one into right field. so. You know, he can't bunt, but every time he can't lay a bunt down, he gets a base hit, hit. so you can't say a whole lot. And because he attempted the bunt, he got a hit out of that because the third baseman
2: was playing in on the grass, and it would have been a routine play to third if he's playing a normal depth, but because he's so shallow, he couldn't get the reflexes in time and gets the single to left.
1: So McIntyre and Perns with back-to-back singles top of the order. Brendan Anderson will step in and action tonight with Easter weekend. All West Coast Conference action will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. Portland is at Santa Clara. That will be a night game. San Diego at San Francisco, that will be played this afternoon. Gonzaga at St. Mary's, also a day game. We'll try to get you some updates on those scores. And LMU is at Pacific. That will also be a night game. There are two parks that don't have lights in the uh, conference. That's San Francisco and St. Mary's. So Anderson steps in. You would think Anderson probably bunning here. With runners at first and second, he squares the bunt, takes the pitch down, low ball one. Brennan popped up to the shortstop his first time up. Apologize for getting on about a half an inning late today due to a few technical issues we had. Thought it was all set up and ready to roll. I was telling uh, Tuckett, first time in 27 years, I think I haven't been on the air to start a broadcast. So that's pretty good odds. Yeah, absolutely. They're allowed to give you one time. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Anderson pops it up, unable to get it at the third baseman. Boy, he just popped it down the third baseline. Cougars really struggling,
0: trying
1: to to get some sacrifice bunts down. I know how
2: frustrated Coach Littlewood is, is because we actually designed our new field to have a bunt field so that we can bunt every single day. And every day in our hitting rotations, our guys bunt 30 to 40 pitches and just work on it it's like my goodness guys they work on it every day just just do what you do in practice it seems like they get in the game and they just try to do too much and get outside the mechanics
1: one ball one strike and Anderson showing bunt already as jensen comes out of the stretch and uh, curveball just missed outside boy very close Yeah, this is
2: the fun part of baseball that I really enjoy, the small ball, cat and mouse between offense and defense of are they going to run a wheel play or are they going to try to pick off or what, who's covering what bag on bunts. I really enjoy that part of the game.
1: Billy Cook, third baseman in on the grass as uh, Anderson again showing bunt. Good speed on the bases for the Cougars, and there's a bunt attempt, and it's a foul ball. Two and two the count. Again, Anderson just unable to get the bunt down, and so now... Coach Littlewood, uh, very doubtful, let him uh, swing away in this situation. As you'd mentioned, you'd never seen him bunt with with uh, two strikes on yeah, the hitter.
2: never have, and I don't think I will. But, hey, I guess they never can say never. You never know, but I'd be really shocked if Brennan's not swinging here.
1: Brennan coming off a huge game, six RBIs, grand slam, a couple of doubles. Got his average up to 294 as he steps in here today. And here is Jensen's pitch, and that ball is hit into left field. Base hit. They're going to hold the runner at third base. So the Cougars, with three consecutive base hits, have loaded them up here against Will Jensen. Well,
2: again, a guy that can't get down the bunt ends up getting a single out of it. And the outfielders have really good arms here for Pepperdine, and they play shallow because the ball doesn't travel. So it really has to be a the perfect single for, you know, a guy to score from second. And that's a situation with no outs. There's no reason to send him.
1: You know, it's interesting, Coach Littlewood said, we kind of play off what their outfielders do. I tell our outfielders to watch and see where they're playing because, hey, they play here every day. Yeah, they know. And uh, the conditions here with that little breeze blowing in. Everybody very shallow as Brian Sue, who uh, flew out to center field his first time up, will come up. Base is juice for the Cougars, and Sue takes that pitch outside, ball one. Four hits in the, in the game against uh, Will Jensen, and now we've got a... Timeout called by the uh, Pepperdine team is the uh, pitching coach, uh, Roland Rolando Garza, an assistant coach, making his way out to talk to Jensen. That's
2: yeah, the situation at Jensen. You're frustrated because, hey, they were giving you outs with bunts, and then they couldn't get them down, and then they find a way to, to find a hole for a single, and now here you're on a jam with you know bases loaded and no outs with the Cougs' really hottest hitter on the season so far up. Isn't so, baseball a crazy yeah, game? It really is.
1: Coach Littlewood's now out there thinking, thinking yeah. that uh, nobody could lay a sacrifice, but, but I'll guarantee he'll, he'll have nightmares tonight dreaming about that because well, I know he, how he loves and how much he works
2: on that. Yeah, yeah, he really does. But the guys get the hits knowing that I better at least get a hit here or else the coach is going to be really upset. So one of those tough situations.
1: One ball, no strikes as Brian Sue steps back in. Brian hitting 382 on the year, and Sue takes that. Pitch down low. Interesting, 1-0 the count, came back with another breaking pitch. Yeah, you know, Pepperdine in our scouting report, we kind of talked
2: about that, that they they like to pitch backwards. In plus counts where you think a fastball would come, they trust their breaking ball stuff. So we'll see how much they do with that this weekend.
1: Sue steps back in, two balls, no strikes. He's got 16 RBIs on the year, along with uh, four home runs. Pitch to Sue, that's over for a strike, came back with a fastball. And the count now, two and one.
2: That was a good pitch to hit right there, but I think Sue was probably taken all the way.
1: Two balls, one strike.
2: Great speed on the bases.
1: Uh Sue steps back in. Here's the pitch, two-one. Pitch fouled straight back into the screen. Coach Mike Littlewood was uh, selected by his peers at BYU as the Coach of the Year last night yeah, at the cool. Y Awards.
2: Really cool for him.
1: So congratulations. San Diego leading uh, two to no, uh, two to nothing. Or, uh, I mean San Francisco leading two to nothing against uh, San Diego sue swings and misses boy you don't see him strike out much but he strikes out right there huge strikeout by will Jensen one that man out and great there. comes up
2: breaking pitch down that is able to get sue to swing at
1: One man out. Bases still loaded for the Cougars. And uh, Schneeman coming up here is uh, first pitch to Daniel. And swing and a miss for strike one. Schneeman singled his first time up. But Cougars with a great opportunity here in the third inning to take an early lead against uh, Will Jensen.
2: That's the time where you really got to find a way to put a run across, if not two.
1: Pitch to Sneeman, that ball's hit, first baseman's got it. Throw home, is out. The throw was high, pulled the catcher off the plate, but he came down and stepped on the plate before uh, Perns was able to score. So two men are out, still bases loaded, and now Brock Hale comes up. Ball was hit pretty well, and Brent Belk, I was just about to say, he was about even with the bag, kind of interesting positioning there. He kind of did a little wave and came up with it.
2: Good defensive play. I thought he almost threw that away the way it came out of the hand. Great play by the catcher to go up and get it.
1: Brock Hale comes in. He flew out to deep left center his first time up. And the first pitch to Hale is fly ball. Right fielder going back. He is there. He makes the catch. And the Cougars... Bases loaded, nobody out or unable to push anybody across here. In the third inning, no runs, three hits, no errors. Three big runners left. We're through two and a half. No score, BYU and Pepperdine, on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Billy Cook, third baseman from Pepperdine, steps in against Jordan Wood, swinging a miss for strike one. Cook, a freshman out of the Monument, Colorado, Hitting 213 on the year with uh, no home runs, five RBIs. Fastball over for a call strike. Billy Cook, uh, this will be his 18th start of the year. Has 61 at-bats, scored seven times, only has 13 hits. One extra base hit, a double. As Jordan Wood rocks and fires pitch outside, Coach uh, Littlewood said he felt very comfortable coming into this series with uh, Wood Starting here in game one, Hayden Rogers will get the start tomorrow for the Cougars. And then uh, Blake anyway. there's a ball hit. Not to Sneeman. Daniel's got it. He'll throw to first and pulls the first baseman off the bag. Sneeman normally so accurate with that arm, just threw the ball a little bit high. Inouye, or uh, Sue came off the bag for the error.
2: Yeah, that's not like Daniel. Usually right to him, it's, he's going to make a good play. And you're wondering if maybe he took his... Uh, Offensive at bat there, not coming through there, yep. onto the defense.
1: So a runner at first base, Joe Capuras, the sophomore out of Palos Verdes, California, steps in. And he's scoring to Bunt. Favero comes hard. Their first pitch is high and tight. Ball one. Kapuris, the catcher, hitting 096 on the year. This is his 19th start. 52 at-bats, only five hits. And he also just has one double to his name this year. So scoring to Bunt again. Here's the pitch from Jordan Woody. Bunts and foul tips it back into Lawson and the count goes to one ball and one strike. Cougars Favero coming hard. First baseman uh, Brian Sue standing right where he is on those first two pitches.
2: Yeah, hoping to see if he can get a hard bunt back to to Nate and see if he can get the lead
1: runner. Billy Cook uh, with the lead at first base. And again, he squares the bunt, and that one's over for a strike, one and two.
2: Well, both teams, though, so far early, not able to get their job done getting bunts down.
1: One and two the count. Sunny day here in uh, Malibu, California. Pepperdine University and the one-two pitch, curveball just missed off the plate. Two and two. Cougars uh, four hits in the ball game. Pepperdine still looking for their first hit after two innings of play. Cougars have committed a couple of errors early in this ball game. Cougars, have, uh, if anything, have struggled defensively the last couple of weeks. Uh, boy, first uh, month of the season, Cougars are an excellent defensive team.
2: Yeah, we're starting the season great and just kind of had some tough ones the last few weeks.
1: Here's Wood, and here is the 2-2 pitch. Fly ball. Brock Hale in right field comes in a couple of steps. He'll get there and make the catch for out number one. That will bring the top of the order, Chase Lambert. He popped up second baseman Brennan Anderson his first time up. He is a senior right here from Malibu, California. Lambert wearing number 22 on the back of that jersey. Rick Hertenstein is the head coach here. It's his third year as the head coach. Before that, he was 20 years as an assistant.
2: For, for Pepperdine?
1: For Pepperdine. For uh, Steve Rodriguez, who went on to Baylor. Burtonstein played here. So they like? a home field advantage 900, nine in their history of baseball here. 939 wins, 400 losses. Wow. That's unbelievable. That, is, that really is unbelievable. Here's the first pitch from Wood. Good curveball drops in for a strike. And, of course, the Cougar pitchers love coming to the West Coast, but they have a lot more bite on those breaking pitches at sea level. A lot more movement. As Lambert steps back in, no balls and a strike. This Pepperdine team, a, a storied uh, tradition. Ball hit out towards team and His only play as the runner was going is the first. He throws him out. Runner moves up to second base on the ground out. Come in down. They've had 30 appearances in the NCAA tournament. They claimed the 1992 College World Series championship. They were founded in 1937 here over the, the bluffs over uh, Malibu and the Pacific Ocean. As we mentioned, we can see the the ocean over the left field wall here, and an enrollment of 8,000, so Pepperdine with a runner in scoring position, second base, two men out here in the bottom of the third inning, and Brant Belk, left-handed hitter, steps in, first pitch over for a strike, Belt is a redshirt freshman out of Houston. Got a couple of young men from Houston uh, Westside High School came in together. McAfee, the second baseman, and uh, Belk, the first baseman. McAfee played his freshman year, and they redshirted uh, Belk here. There's a line drive base hit. Brock Hill up, and they're going to try to score the runner. Here comes the throw home, and he will be safe. Ball to the left side of home plate. And good speed by Billy Cook gives the Waves a quick one-to-nothing lead here. Yeah,
2: good line drive, single to right. If that throws on line, there would have been a play at the plate. But the ball just uh, took Clawson up the line a little bit towards South Territory. Good clutch hitting there by the Waves.
1: So the Waves uh, capitalizing. The Cougars unable to score in the third inning. They put one across. And Brant Belk, who was on by way of an error by the shortstop, uh, or by the second baseman, Brennan Anderson, comes up. And he pops the first pitch up. This will be playable. Anderson coming over he in fair territory, makes the play for the out. And the Waves are retired here in the third, but they did get a run on one hit, one error, and one man left. We are through three complete. one nothing Pepperdine over BYU on your Cougar Baseball Radio Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton.
1: Keith Kringlin lines the first pitch just foul down the third baseline. Would have been extra bases. The umpire, you see him hold his thumb and forefinger out like it was about uh, a couple inches just foul. Yeah,
2: I thought that was for sure a double. Just hooked at the very end and just barely foul ball.
1: Cougars, uh, last inning, three consecutive hits to lead the inning off, and they couldn't push anybody across. Strikeout, fielder's choice, and a fly ball out, and the Cougars are retired. Phil Jensen's next pitch is swing and a miss by Kringlin. Keaton uh, struck out his first time up. And here's the 0-2. High and tight fastball. Had Keaton uh, backing off the plate. First uh, West Coast Conference road trip for the Cougars. Last week they put up a 3-1 and one mark and beat UVU here to start uh, the week this week. There's a ground ball. Second baseman makes the play. Great play for the out. Unbelievable. Oh, McAfee robbed Kringlin of a single.
2: Really good play there by the second baseman.
1: Dove came up and made the throw for out number one. Now that Favero steps in now. Nate uh, popped up to the short or the uh, yeah shortstop his first time up. Nate Favero hitting uh, 218 on the year as he came into the series playing at third base for BYU. And Will Jensen here working in the fourth inning. First pitch to Faveros over for a strike. Defensively, the ways with Brent Belk at first, Quincy McAfee at second, Chase Lambert at uh, shortstop, Billy Cook at third base, uh, Josh Davis in left, Corey Wills in center, Matthew Canfer in right field, Joe Caporus behind the plate, and Will uh, Will Jensen on the hill. Pitches outside, one ball and one strike. Both these teams, two wins, four losses, so really critical series. Interesting here. Will's kind of shaking his arm and walking
2: around like something's up with his elbow.
1: He didn't like that last pitch. Walked off behind the the mound. Got to be a little disconcerting for that uh, Pepperdine coaching staff as Favero hits this one again. Second baseman makes the play. McAfee out there. Again, a pretty tough play. Short hopped and made it look easy. for out number two
2: a oh, really good
1: defender out there.
2: I thought that might get a hop there to beat him, but it made that look easy.
1: Two men out. And that will bring David Clausen up. Uh, David struck out his first time up. He was called out on strikes. Sophomore out of Dana Point, California, down in the San Diego area. And the first pitch to Clausen popped up. Over near the Cougar dugout, and that ball will land uh, out of play. Boy, in this big ballpark with these big foul territories, you can't give up on anything, especially with that wind blowing. No, you really can't. The ball's in a strike to the Cougar catcher. He'll be followed by Jarrett Burns. Pitched Klaassen hits one to center field. Center fielder Corey Wills goes back a couple of steps, makes the play, and the Cougars retired in order here in the fourth. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through three and a half. One-nothing, Pepperdine leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Waves leading the Cougars one to nothing here. Jordan Tassar will lead it off. He flew out to right field his first time up. Kassar is the DH and he's also the closer for this team.
2: got a lot of power this kid. Leads our team in home runs. Big strong kid.
1: Four home runs and an impressive 27 RBIs. He's hitting 244 on the year. And the first pitch outside ball one. Casara Jr. 90 at bats this year, five doubles, four home runs. As we said, that pitch is over, and the count now one and one. We're talking about how
2: it's not easy to hit home runs in this park. In batting practice, he made it look really easy, just flipping them out of here.
1: One, and one pitch, a little bit outside, two balls and a strike. Here's Jordan Woods' 2-1 pitch. Hit very well. Deep center field. Back goes Perns. However, he'll make the catch easily. Ball was hit hard, but Perns easily able to track that down for out number one. Ball was hit real well. Quincy McAfee now will come up. Second baseman played a couple of good defensive plays so far early in this ball game. McAfee threw out to uh, left field his first time up there. So McAfee, the sophomore out of Houston, hitting 219 on the air. We can see why he's in there for his really defensively, he's just outstanding. Yeah, First some great plays he made. First pitch over for a strike. Here is Jordan Woods' 1 pitch, and that's up high. Game two again tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon here from Pepperdine. Uh, Three o'clock start here. Four o'clock back in Provo. We'll have that for you on uh, BYU Radio Network and also ESPN 960 a Saturday. Just ESPN coverage with the LDS General Conference going on Saturday. Swinging a miss at a curveball. A one and two now as Jordan Wood. Fastball up a little bit high. Wood, of course, out of Friendswood, Texas. Uh, Wood, 6'3", 190-pound junior. Two wins, a loss, 3.43 earned run average for uh, Jordan Wood. And here's a 2-2 pitch. Ball fouled straight back.
2: Wood's been awesome this year. He's been fantastic. Definitely the leader of the pitching staff. Every game that he's pitched, he's given us a chance to win.
1: Pepperline leads this game one to nothing as we play the bottom of the fourth inning here Malibu California feels like the winds slowed down a little bit here this yeah, last bit. inning got to the ballpark it was blowing hard in from left I think as that marine layer kind of burned off I think it uh, the wind uh, was knocked down a little bit too 2 two pitch just missed inside three and two.
2: I think it uh, fooled the umpire there. That was a good pitch. Unless that missed up, that was a really good yeah. pitch.
1: We're a little bit off center from home plate here. Ball fouled up and out of the play. That's one of the problems we had down here is they don't have a press box big enough to house anybody, but uh, just kind of the scorekeeper and the guy running the board, so we're... Out, it's actually nice. They used to just put us out on this table right here with no protection. and and uh, Anyway, the uh, Internet uh, work didn't work properly here, so that's why we're on a little bit late. Pitches uh, fly ball out to a Brock Hill, and he'll make the catch for out number two.
2: Yeah, kind of a cool setup out here, though, with uh, being out in the elements, you know.
1: Brings it's back the old days at Cougar Field. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Two men out, Corey Wills. You'd be too young to remember that.
2: Yes, I would, but I, I've heard many his stories.
1: Two men out, Wills, center fielder, steps in. First pitch, good. fastballer by Jordan Wood, inside corner for a strike. Interesting three-man crew here at Pepperdine. Ball fouled out of play. Of course, this year it's an experimental teams can choose to go three or four men, it's probably a budgetary thing, I would think. It
2: really is, yeah, because it, it got approved so late for four men that most teams didn't have it in their budget. So this year you're allowed to if you want to, but next year everyone's going to have to.
1: Coach Littlewood has determined he's going to, and it's it's made a difference. Uh, every time you've got a set of eyes on those uh, first and third base line, it can make, make some big calls, critical calls in ball games, as we've seen throughout the years.
2: Yeah, it's nice to, it's nice to have that fourth guy out there.
1: One ball, two strikes the count to Corey Wills. Pitch from Wood, ground ball. Should be an easy play for Sue. He's got it. Step on the bag. And Pepperdine retired in order here in the fourth. 1-0. Waves leading the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar
2: Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team. And you are listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars
1: go to the fifth, Jarrett Perns, first pitch swinging, grounds one right to the first baseman, Brandon Belk, who steps on the bag for out number one. So one pitch, one out here in the fifth for the Cougars. And Mitch McIntyre, left fielder for the Cougars, he singled his first time up. Will come to the plate against uh, Will Jensen. Will Jensen has given up uh, four hits but no runs so far through four innings in the first pitch. Big. Overhand curveball drops in for a strike.
2: He got into that jam two innings ago, and he's been pitching great since. It's like that just motivated him to lock back in.
1: Here's the 0-1. McIntyre, base hit into right field. So the young freshman, two for two in the ballgame.
2: Well, and that's what you have to do here in Malibu. Hit the ball on the ground and find a hole. and. Good job there by Mitch.
1: You know, and I've got to believe McIntyre's faced Jensen somewhere in his high school career. All-star. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. You know, moving up the Utah ranks as uh, Jensen was a year ahead of him. But I'm sure McIntyre has uh, has seen Jensen plenty of times in his career. As Anderson steps in, Brennan uh, is one for two, popped up in the first, single in the third. over with a runner at first base. And here's the first pitch, and that is down low, ball one. Cougars with uh, 16 return missionaries on this year's uh, squad. Uh, Mike Littlewood down in the third base coaching box, uh, coaching his sixth year as a head man. Assisted by Trent Pratt, Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas, and Tuckett Slade. And here's the 1-0 pitch, curveball. Pops over the outside corner one and one to count.
2: He's got a lot of confidence in that curveball today. He's been throwing for a strike pretty much all game.
1: You know, I've, I've noticed it much more than the change. He's yeah. kind of known as the his out pitch is the change, but he's used that curveball a lot more today.
2: He really has.
1: Here's the one one. That's outside two and one. Brent, do you know the dimensions at this park? Yeah, it's 330 down the lines. 400 to straightaway center field.
2: Feels about 500 to straightaway center field.
1: And you know, Coach Littlewood in our our pregame we were talking, and he says, you know, I, I," he says, I feel like this field is not level. He said it feels kind of like our field. And and, you know, as I walked around and looked at it, I agree with him. Yeah, you're hitting. It might be for drainage. It feels like center field's like five feet more than than home plate. It really does. And when you look at it, you know. I... I, I think that's the case. And, and, again, that makes it even more of a pitcher's ballpark. It really
2: does, yeah. The outfielders are basically above home plate and are throwing downhill now. when they throw.
1: 2-0 pitch. Anderson fouls this one down the third base side. So two balls and a strike, and always a little breeze blowing in off the ocean here, which is just over the, the left field wall. So... Kind of the hilly country of Malibu, beautiful area. And it's green this year, which is really nice. A couple years ago we came in, and it was just brown, brown. They, such a terrible drought. They've had a lot of rain down here, and it's been it's nice. Pitches uh, down low for a ball three. It's uh, what we're normally used to seeing down here.
2: That's beautiful. Wouldn't be hard to motivate kids to want to come every day and play here, that's for sure.
1: Ballpark has been here a long time. Eddie D. Field. And here is the quick throw to first base, and uh, McIntyre scrambles back in again. Will Jensen, very quick move. He
2: was leaning on that one with a full count. I think he he might be going here with good speed.
1: One man out. Anderson steps back. Here is Jensen's pitch. Fastball hit right at the shortstop. He's got his only play to first, as uh, McIntyre did start on the pitch. Anderson hit it hard, but right at uh, Lambert, the shortstop. So the Cougars with a runner in scoring position, and Brian Sue with two men out coming to the plate. Brian uh, struck out his first time up, and that's uh, that's saying something. Uh, Sue, only his seventh strikeout of the year, and uh, this will be his 79th at bat.
2: That's a big strikeout. Two with bases loaded, no outs.
1: And Jensen's first pitch is down low, ball one.
2: This is where Brian wants to come through right here and, and, and tie this game up after his last at bat.
1: Playing Sue pretty much straight away in the outfield, Just shaded a little bit toward left field. One ball and no strikes. And the pitch to Sue, ground ball out to the shortstop. He's got it. Throws the first for the out. And Cougars are retired here in the fifth. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left. We are through four and a half now. Pepperdine 1, BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here in Malibu. The Pepperdine Waves leading the Cougars one to nothing as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Seven, eight, and nine due up against uh, the pitcher, and the first pitch is grounded right to uh, Schneeman, who throws out to Josh Davis, so one pitch, one out. Billy Cook steps in. He was on by way of an error. Shortstop Schneeman's error and throw, and that was the only run of the game as he came around to score. On the base hit by Belk, back in the third inning. First pitch from Jordan Wood. He showed bunt, pulled the bat back, took a call strike. Took the freshman out of uh, Monument, Colorado. And here's the 0-1. That's uh, down low. One ball and one strike. Where is Monument, Colorado, do you know? Monument, uh... I know I've heard of it, but I'm not sure exactly yeah. where it's located in the state. 1-1 pitch, a little fly ball. Center fielder coming in. Jarrett Perns is there for the out. That ball really gets held up in this yes, ballpark. It does. Anything in the air just is caught. One. one man out, or two men out. And that will bring up uh, Joe Capuras, the catcher. Kapurus uh, behind the plate, and there's a one-hopper out to Schneeman. he's got it, throws the first for the out. A quick and inning. Very quick inning as uh, the Waves retired here in the fifth. nothing. Waves leading the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton.
1: Daniel Sneeman steps in for the Cougars first pitch outside ball one. Now pitch up high for ball two. San Francisco leading uh, San Diego now four to nothing. Bottom of the fifth. Being, being played up in San Francisco. Don's six and oh on the air. There's a ground ball right off the end of the bat out to the second baseman. McAfee, who gloves it, throws him out. So Sneeman uh, one for three. In the ball game. And that will bring uh, Brock Hale to the plate.
2: Cougs going to get a little offense going here, huh? string a few hits together. Put a run across.
1: Brock Hale steps in. Top of the sixth. And Hale takes the curveball outside. Ball one. Brock has flown out twice. Once to center, once to right. You know, you need to keep the ball down
2: in this ballpark. I really do, just line drives and ground balls.
1: Here's the 1-0. Hale fouls that one. Off, and the count evens up at a ball and a strike. LMU took 2-3 last week from Pepperdine. That was played up at, uh, in Los Angeles about 15 miles from here. And here is the 1-1 pitch to Hill. That's over for a strike. That was the change. Yeah, it was. It Looked like it might have been up and in a little bit, but it was called a strike. Yeah, I thought that was up,
2: but it uh, must have had some late break to it.
1: Pepperdine was uh, picked six in the preseason polls. Ball hit hard. Shortstop's Got it. Throw to first for the out. Chase Lambert, good defensive shortstop out there for the Waves. Quickly two men down here for the Cougars in the sixth and uh, Kringland steps in. Kringland struck out looking his in the second, robbed of a base hit by uh, McAfee out there at second base in the fourth as uh, Keaton steps in here in the sixth inning. Here's the perch, first pitch from Jensen. And there's a little... Fly ball, easy play for the shortstop, Lambert. He's there and makes the play, and the Cougars retiring quickly here in the sixth. Pepperdine won, BYU nothing as we go to the bottom of the sixth line, your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Chase Lambert steps in for Pepperdine as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Lambert is 0 for 2 today. Jordan Wood's only given up one hit in the first five innings. And the run that he gave up was an unearned run. As Lambert steps in. First pitch from Wood. curveball ball over for a strike. A couple of scores of interest. Uh, Gonzaga, St. Mary's there. Scoreless now in the fifth inning. And uh, San Francisco leading the Dons. Or leading the... Torero's four to nothing in the bottom of the fifth. San Francisco undefeated so far 6-0 and oh in the conference.
2: Yeah playing good baseball
1: Cougars will Head to San Francisco a little later in the year for a series. I think that's in May Here's a 1-1 one, one pitch pop up shallow center And now McIntyre comes over and left makes the play for out number one
2: The ball was never gonna come down it took forever
1: one man out, Brent Belk will come up. Belk singled in the only run of the ballgame. He is one for two today. Picked up his just his fourth RBI of the year as he hit one in right field.
2: Yeah, took advantage of the air and hit a hard shot to, line, to right for a single.
1: Little looper left field. McIntyre's got to go a long way. Foul territory makes the play for the out. Mitch, good jump on that baseball. Was able to run it down in foul ball territory for out number two.
2: Two good plays Mitch has had to make going
1: into foul territory. Matthew Kenfer now steps in. He's the right fielder, and he's 0 for 2. Jordan Wood, the right-hander. First pitch, fastball, outside corner, strike. Boy, Wood has been dynamic in this ball game. Really
2: has. It's fantastic.
1: Here's the 0-1. That's over for a strike, 0-2. Game two tomorrow here from Malibu at uh, 3 o'clock here local time. Hayden Rogers gets the start in game two for BYU. Pitches up high for a ball one and two. Two men out. Nobody on base here in the bottom of the sixth inning and that ball is fouled off and down the line. With the situation that this field... Uh, Facing kind of southwest uh, this time of day, it's r- really kind of hard to see that ball coming off the bat.
2: It definitely is. It's Especially the ball that gets in the air, you lose it for a little bit. Yeah. High sky, not a cloud in the sky right now either. Makes it tough.
1: Getting the 1-2. It's outside, ball two. Jordan Kassar is on deck. For the Waves. Last year, the Waves, 20 wins, 37 losses. Eight wins, 19 losses in the conference. Got to be their worst uh, year in a long time. Rick Stein uh, in his third year as the head coach here. For the Waves, Steve Rodriguez, very successful coach here for the Waves, uh, went on to Baylor.
2: He won a lot of games there for him.
1: Two pitches down low, and the count goes full three and two.
2: Well, you got a big power guy on deck who's a really good hitter. Don't want to give up a free base here.
1: Matthew Kempfer batting from the right side, steps back in. And here is Wood's pitch. Line drive, base hit into left field. McIntyre picks it up and camper with a two out single, and that will bring up uh, Jordan Casar. And this is the guy, you know, in, in this Pepperdine lineup that can really do some damage. He's the guy you can't let beat you.
2: Yeah, he doesn't have a, a great average. He's hitting below 250, but man, you know, five doubles, four home runs, 27 RBIs. He's their RBI guy. They only have another guy on their team that has more than 10 RBIs, so it's the guy they want with guys on base.
1: Runner at first base, and a quick throw to first, and Tag put on just a little late. Can for uh, two stolen bases on the year. This uh, Pepperdine team, 13 steals on the year and 20 attempts, so they don't run a whole lot. Another throw to first, I think. Oh, boy, it looked like they might have had him. It looked like he was going really leaning towards second base, and
2: quick throw. They slipped, and only thing I think of is maybe Sue got the tag down late, or, but, man, he looked out from here.
1: Two men out. Casar the hitter. And Canfer at uh, first base, not the throw to first. And this time a little closer to the bag that time got in easy. Jordan Wood. Here's the first pitch to Kazar. Good change, swing and a miss for strike one.
2: A really good change up there by Wood.
1: Mainly been relying on that curveball and fastball through the first five, but great pitch there.
2: So he really likes to throw his change up to lefties. That's his go-to facing left-handed hitters.
1: Another throw to first, and again, Canfer scrambles back in safely. Cougars, of course, won the conference title last year and went to the NCAAs. Another change, another swing and a miss. 0-2. Randy Sutton, the home plate umpire here today. Ryan Blyberg is at first and Stephen Fritzoni is at third. I think
2: we've had Stephen this year, haven't we?
1: I don't think we have. We've had him in the past, yeah. but not this year. Uh, the throw to first, and again, uh, Canfer scrambles back into the bag. Kassar steps back to the plate. And here is the 0-2 pitch from Jordan Wood. Ball hit pretty well, right field. Right at Brock Hill, however, he's there and makes the catch for the out. I think another changeup. Yeah, it was. And that'll do it for the Waves. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through six complete now, one nothing Waves over the BYU Cougars on your New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Hey, sports fans, this is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Nate Favaro steps in, takes a pitch over for a strike. Favero 0 for 2 today. As Will Jensen, the right-hander. Favaro swings and miss, misses. Looks like a straight change right there and the count. Now 1 and 2 on Nate Favero.
2: Yeah, really good pitch right there. Nate was way out in front of that.
1: Favaro popped up to the shortstop in the second, grounded out to the second baseman in the fourth. As he takes a pitch just off the plate, 2 and 2. Favero, Claussen, Burns do up here in the seventh inning. Only one run scored. That was an unearned run by Pepperdine. Back in the third as Favero loops one foul down the third baseline.
2: Playing a deep shift on Favero. You got the second baseman out in right field out of the grass with the first baseman, I mean, shortstop playing up the middle a little bit.
1: Two balls, two strikes. Here's Jensen's pitch. Favero takes that one up high for ball three.
2: Building well, a leadoff hitter right here.
1: No, we're in the seventh. I'm not even concerned about pitch count for either yeah, of these guys because they've really kind of breezed through the first six. They're
2: both in like 60 or 70 pitches.
1: Three and two. Here's the pitch to Favero. That's outside ball four. So Favero with a big walk to lead off the seventh inning. And that will bring Clawson to the
2: plate.
1: In situation right here, Clawson hasn't bunted much in his life, but we'll see what he does here with potential tying run at first base and uh, Jensen at the plate. David is struck out in the second, flew out in the fourth. I would think he'd be bunting here. I think Just he to is, try yeah. to stay out of that
2: double play. And Dave's actually a good bunter. Put a good bunt down against Auburn, and he can really bunt.
1: First pitch to Clawson. is was hammered foul down the first base side.
2: Good cut right there.
1: Saw that curveball very well out of the hand of Jensen and hit it hard, but just foul. Cougars are uh, new going into this season with uh, Gonzaga LMU Pepperdine right out of the chute. It's going to be a tough first month. Pitches outside as Clawson showed bunt there and took the pitch well outside. So they've started two and four in the conference, and it uh, just means you got to win a couple extra games on the road.
2: You really do. This is one of those games where you're giving up an under and run, and you got to find a way to to pull
1: this game out. One ball, one strike. There's a bunt. Third baseman gloves it, throws to first in time to get Klossen. Good job by Dave. Oh, great job. As he puts the sacrifice bunt down, moves the runner into scoring position, and Jarrett Pern steps in. Good bump by Kloss and got it down the third baseline. Yeah, third baseman
2: called off Jensen. Jensen wanted to field that ball and they almost collided there for a sec. He did a good job getting out of the way and the third baseman made that play easy. Dave doesn't run well, so you really just got to field it and throw him out.
1: That'll bring Perns up. He singled in the third and uh, grounded out to the first baseman in the fifth. He's seen two pitches, he swung it both uh, times. Now Rolando Garcia, the pitching coach, is going to come out.
2: They do have someone down in the bullpen finally. Not throwing, but just kind of stretching down in the Pepperdine pen.
1: So Garcia out.
2: Well, and these are two guys in Perns and McIntyre that's actually had a little bit of success against Jensen today. And
1: They're going to make the move right now. Jensen's coming out of the ballgame. Wow. They're going to bring a right-hander in, I believe. And so that's going to be it for Will Jensen. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Number 31, Michael Mahoney on for Pepperdine. We're guessing that maybe something happened to Jensen. We talked about how he was kind of shaking his arm out there the last inning in that last fastball to a blossom was 83 miles an hour, which is about – eight, nine miles an hour under what he normally is. So, very, very quick hook for a kid that's only given up one run and five hits. But uh, they go with Mahoney here in the bottom of the seventh. One man out and a runner in scoring position for BYU. Mahoney, very good this year. 1.12 earned run average. This is his twelfth start in eight innings. Has only given up three hits, one run, 13 strikeouts. Opponents are only hitting 111 against Mahoney and maybe Pepperdine just thought, hey, He's yeah. our guy He's late our in guy. ball yeah. games and uh well, and maybe
2: now's the time to bring him. This guy has a swing and miss slider. He really likes to throw a slider. Last year he threw it about seventy percent of the time against us in the inning he threw against us last year, so really likes
1: it. So Mahoney into the ball game. Favero at second base and Jarrett Perns the hitter for the Cougars. As the Cougars trying to battle back here, top of the seventh inning, they're down one to nothing. First pitch, boy, there's that slider, and Perne swings and misses. Missed that by a bunch.
2: he a sharp break to it. Real tight pitch right there.
1: No balls and a strike.
2: You really have to take that pitch and hit the other way. First baseman's playing way off the line.
1: Here's the 0-1 from Mahoney, and he, again he swings and misses. Ball gets away from the catcher, and the runner moves up to third base. Again, that must be sunk. I mean, Perns has missed both of them. He yeah. swung at both pitches and missed it by a good 6-8 inches.
2: Yeah, it definitely has. <laughs> it's a sharp breaking pitch, but, hey, Coog's lucked out there and was able to have Favaro move up because the ball kicked away from the catcher. But now he's at 0-2, which is a tough situation. He's got to find a way to put a ball in play and tie this game up.
1: Pepperdine brings the infield in. With uh, a one nothing score, so great opportunity here for Jarrett Perns. 11 RBIs on the year for the Cougar center fielder. And here is Mahoney's pitch. Swing and a miss. Three pitches. Perns goes down on strikes.
2: Yeah, not one of those pitches were a strike. Every single one of them were, you know, away or in the dirt that he swung at. Just not a very good at bat there by Perns.
1: We'll bring McIntyre into the box. Now Pepperdine able to move the infield back. Mitch, good game, two for two in the ball game, both singles. And a chance to tie this one up as Mahoney will work from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Just a little off the plate for ball one. Looked like that was a, maybe a change. Looked yeah. like it almost moved away from McIntyre a little bit.
2: Need a big hit right here,
1: Mitch. Here's the 1-0. That's inside for ball two. Cougars with the tying run 90 feet away at third base. And McIntyre at the plate. McIntyre came into the game hitting at 254 on the year. And here's the 2-0 pitch. That's over for a strike.
2: Yeah, good sharp slider there for a strike in
1: the outside corner. So two balls and a strike, top of the order. Anderson due up next. And here is Mahoney's pitch. McIntyre checked his swing, p- took the pitch down low on outside. Good job by Kapurus there, the catcher, to to kind of jump on that one and keep it from going back to the screen. Yeah,
2: really good. That's a tough pitch to block. That ball down and in. Got there really well. Good take there by McIntyre. Really have to see this slider up. He wants you to swing and miss at it.
1: Now a shortstop over on the second base side of the... Bag at second. Big shift for McIntyre. And McIntyre grounds one foul down the third baseline.
2: Man, just flip it to shortstop, right? And and steal a run.
1: Three and two the count. You know, with that defensive
2: alignment, they're just busting McIntyre inside. Yes, they are. That slider, they're trying to throw the slider in on him.
1: Three and two the count. McIntyre climbs back in. And here's the pitch.
2: Ball fouled off again. There's that slider again. Just barely got a piece of it.
1: McIntyre up there battling two for two on the day. A good at bat right here. As Mahoney taking quite a bit of time on the hill, the reliever for Pepperdine. And McIntyre set. Here's the pitch. Ball hit hard right at the second baseman on one hop. He's got it. Throws him out. And the Cougars retired here in the seventh. Ball hit hard by McIntyre, but right at McAfee. That'll do it. No runs, hit or errors. One man left. We are through six and a half. One nothing. Pepperdine leading BYU. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning here at Pepperdine. Quincy McAfee will step in. He's old for two. He's flown out twice in the ball game. Well, Cougars have had some opportunities. Yeah, the we third, have. And they're we sure in the have. seventh. And just haven't been able to come up the big base hit. There's a hit right up the middle by McAfee. As he singles on the first pitch here in the bottom of the seventh inning. That'll bring Corey Wills to the plate. Uh, Wills out of uh, Henderson, Nevada is 0 for 2. I'll probably go right to the bunt situation
2: here is what they like to do, play the small ball, get guys over and try to drive them in.
1: Wells batting from the left side. Steps to the plate, quick throw to first base, and the runner, McAfee, back in safely. Rivera at third base in on the grass. And uh, Will's showing bunt here. And the pitch that balls ball is bunted right back to Jordan Wood, who's only played a first base. Anderson covering the bag.
2: Nicely executed by both teams.
1: And sacrifice works. we are in scoring position now. Josh Davis will step in. He has struck out and grounded out in the ball game. As Davis will step in with a runner at uh, second base, and here is Wood's first pitch. Curveball drops in for a strike.
2: Sharp breaking ball right there. Good pitch. Outfielders well, have moved in. Look quite how, how yeah. shallow
1: McIntyre is playing in yeah. left. He is way in, as is uh, Burns in center. Hill not quite as shallow and right. As Davis steps back to the plate, that pitch is uh, down low in the dirt for a ball, one and one. Davis a big kid, 6'3", 195. He is out of Tulsa, o- Oklahoma, senior. Hitting at uh, 148 on the year. This is uh, only his ninth start of the year. And here's the 1-1 pitch. That's up high for ball two. So two balls and one strike. With one man out, we are in the bottom of the seventh inning and in the game that has moved right along. Here. It really has, yeah. Both pitchers have done a great job. There's a check swing on a pitch that's uh, down low, ball three.
2: There's only been eight hits in the ball game to this point.
1: Cougars five hits, Pepperdine with one hit. Jordan Woods pitch. Ball grounded right to Favero. He's got it on a big hop. He'll throw to first for the out. Runner has to hold at second base.
2: Great job there by Nate. And he filled it and checked the runner back. Because that runner was thinking about still going. He tried to play a little back
1: and forth and then threw a strike with a pretty good runner. Two men out. And Billy Cook, third baseman, who is 0 for 2 today. Cook, a 2-13 hitter coming into the ball game today. Coops have Rep Parkinson down in the pen getting loose. And the first pitch is swing and a miss at a good curveball. Runner at second base, big lead out there, McAfee.
2: Yeah, McAfee's got good speed. It'll be hard to throw him out. Even though the outfielders are playing shallow, it's going to be hard to throw him out.
1: No balls in a strike. And the pitch from Jordan Wood. Fastball over for a call. Strike two. Cooper Fouts is the third base uh, coach. And he had coached at UVU before coming down here to Pepperdine.
2: we have seen Cooper a lot. Good guy.
1: Here's the 0-2. It's a curveball. It's outside.
2: Who played here, and we he got the, the opportunity to come back and coach here. He jumped all over it.
1: A ball and two strikes to Billy Cook. Jordan Wood, the Cougar starter, still on the hill here in the bottom of the seventh, and that pitch is outside for ball two.
2: Yeah, don't want, to leave, don't want to leave anything up here. you got a guy on deck who's not a great hitter, you know, struggling catcher. So you really want to throw your best pitch to strike him out here and get him out.
1: 2-2 pitch, ball hit, face hit into center field. That's going to get all the way to the wall as Billy Cook around second base. And he's going to try for three, and he will make it in with a triple. Well, you mentioned... Throw a good pitch. Looked like it was up.
2: Yeah, elevated uh, breaking ball that he hit, and because the outfield was playing shallow, he was able to get it between them and get all the way to the wall.
1: Pepperdine now leading two to nothing over BYU, and Derek Caporus will step in the catcher. You mentioned, uh, yeah, when you play that shallow, boy, you open up those you those do. alleys. You really do. Prime example right there. Well, Pepperdine with two hits in the inning, they now lead two to one. And Kapuris, who was uh, flown out to right field in the third and grounded out to Schneem in a short in the fifth, will step in here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Yeah, a nice
2: insurance run there for him with another guy on third to go up three nothing here.
1: First pitch from Jordan Wood. There's a little slow hopper out to Wood. He's got it. Throws the first. Throws high, but he tags him. Great play by Sue. Came down and made the tag on the catcher.
0: And saved the
1: Cougars a run. Great play by Brian Sue. That'll do it for the Waves. One run, two hits, no errors, and one man left. We are through seven complete now. Pepperdine 2, BYU nothing. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton.
1: New pitcher for the Waves, Kiko Garcia, number 19. He's on the pitch the eighth inning. Garcia, 6195 five pound senior out of Chula Vista, St. Augustine High School. So Garcia into the ball game. No wins a loss. This is his seventh appearance. He does have one save on the year. Garcia has thrown eight innings. Has given up nine hits, four runs. And Kasar the DH, is the normal closer. So if Garcia can get through the eighth, you would probably see Kasar pitch the ninth. First pitch, good curveball drops in for a strike.
2: And he's another guy who really likes his his slider. Likes to throw it a ton.
1: No balls and a strike to Brennan Anderson, who was a one for three today. There's another slider just missed inside. One and one, the count. Anderson looking to get on base. Cougars down two to nothing here in the eighth. There's a fastball just off the plate. Two and one.
2: Yeah, down two runs now. This is this is we you got. You're down to six outs left. Got to find a way to get on base and get the next guy up and get things going.
1: Pitch to Anderson. Base hit into center field. So Brennan, with his second hit of the ball game, just stayed back and uh, drilled that slider into center, his uh, second uh, single of the game. And that will bring Brian Sue to the plate. Uh, Sue, really the big uh, at-bat here, came up with bases, loaded nobody out, and, and struck out. Yeah, he did. That was a critical time for the Cougars back in the third inning. Yeah, Sue will now step in. We, you know, in the post-game show at UVU Tuesday, we coach Little. Oh, they call a balk right okay. there on Garcia. We were talking about how good Sue has been in just about every situation, moving yeah. runners up, getting base,
2: yeah. you know,
1: RBI groundouts. I mean, just every time you need him to do something, he's come through this year.
2: He's been fantastic, and hey got into a bad count and was able to swing at a ball and struck out but uh, he's got a shot here to cut this lead in half and sometimes you know that one run lead you play with You play with the pressure of I have to try to tie it tie it and Now, now it's two runs you're like okay well hey I just got to go score a run and sometimes you kind of open up a little bit it's kind of funny the way it works
1: here's the first pitch to Brian Sue ground ball right at the third baseman he's got it on one hop and he'll throw Sue out So, one man out here in the eighth, and uh, Schneeman comes up. Daniel won for three today, single in the first. Grounded out in the third and in the sixth. He was on the fielders' choice, actually, in the third. Funny thing is, back in that third, boy, you had the guys up you, you did, wanted. You, did, you had yeah. that meat of the order in there with the bases loaded and just couldn't come through. Schneeman... Get a ball to the first baseman, and they retired the game. There's a base hit in the left field, and they're going to try to score the runner. Here he comes, Anderson, and the throw in, and he is out at home plate. Wow, what a relay right there by Chase Lambert. Coach Littlewood, I think, was going to stop him, and then... Saw the throw. You know, it wasn't a very strong throw. It came directly to the shortstop. Yeah, and it really did. But Lambert, a tremendous relay into the catcher. But
2: Brennan froze because it's a line drive. So, really, when you freeze, you usually just have to, hey, go base to base there. But close play to the plate, and he's out.
1: So, two men are out. Runner now at first base. And that will bring Brock Hale to the plate. Very close play at home plate. Tagging pretty high, but usually when that throw gets there, you're going to get that out call every time. Pretty much. First pitch to Brock Hale is outside ball one. Brock 0 for three. Came in leading the Cougars in home runs with seven. Tied for the team lead in RBIs with 19. And Garcia's pitch to Hale is down low for ball two.
2: Left fielder's playing really deep now. Wow, Really deep.
1: Well, Hale could lose one in a hurry if he could pull the ball down that line. Yes, he could. Pitch is down low, ball three. And, of course, I think they're being pretty careful with Brock here in this situation. They're very familiar with him. For sure. As uh, Garcia now with a 3 0 count. Problem is, you don't want to walk the potential tying run on base with uh, Kringland due up next. Big play here in the eighth inning on the runner thrown out.
2: Yeah, big play.
1: Here's the 3 0 pitch outside. And that will bring Kringlin to the plate. But uh, Rolando Garcia out, the pitching coach. Uh, and they are going to make a move to the bullpen. We'll take a two minute break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action. See this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jordan Cassar, the closer for the waves on. And the first pitch to Creighton Kringland, high and tight, ball one. Boy, was
2: that ever high and tight. I almost got behind him.
1: Kassar the DH in the game, now on to close here for Pepperdine. Kassar uh, has a 1.59 earned run average. This is his seventh appearance. He does have one save on the year. Opponents uh, have struggled against this guy as Quindlin uh, fouls one off down the right field line.
2: Got a good strong power arm, 90-92 with the slider. About 882.
1: You know, in five innings, eight hits, he's only given up two runs, but opponents are hitting 348 against Kassar. He only has two strikeouts in those five innings, so not a real overpowering guy, but uh, just been able to get guys out. Yep. Big uh, at bat right here for Keaton Kringlin. Potential tying runs on base for the Cougars with uh, two men out here in the eighth inning. And here's Kassar's pitch. And Kringlin loops one to right field. Right fielder coming over. He's going to get there, makes the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired here in the eighth. No runs, two hits, no errors. And two big runners left on base. We're through seven and a nothing. Pepperdine over BYU and your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll take 10 seconds for a station identification. Chase Lambert steps in for Pepperdines. we go to the bottom of the eighth. Lambert 0 for 3 today. Waves leading the Cougars 2 to nothing as we get to the latter part of this ballgame. That pitch is over for a strike. Wind has died a little bit as we've gone throughout the afternoon today.
2: It really has. Beautiful day.
1: One ball and one strike. Pitches outside for ball two. Same two teams tomorrow. Three o'clock here local. Four o'clock back in Utah, and we'll have all the action for you on uh, BYU radio as well as ESPN 960. Also, you can pick it up on the FM 94.5 and all the BYU radio apps. Two one pitch down low. Ball three. Three balls and a strike to Lambert. As Jordan Wood from the windup pitches hit well but foul down the left field line.
2: Yes, it was
1: hit well. So three and two the count. Parkinson, the lefty, continuing to throw in the pen. Here as we. Uh, are in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. Here's Woods' pitch. High and tight, ball four. So a leadoff walk given off up t- to uh, Lambert, and I think that's going to be it. Mike Littlewood out. We're going to get a pitching change. Take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Parkinson making his 10th appearance of the year as he takes over on the hill. Great job by Jordan Wood, who went seven plus. Brandon Brent Belk now steps in, probably a bunt situation. Quick throw to first base to try to keep that runner close, uh, Chase Lambert. So, Belk into the box, uh, batting from the left side. He'll be followed by Matthew Camfer. Parkinson, a great year this year. For the Cougars, 3.18 earned run average. There's a bunt right back to Parkinson. His play to first base for the out. Thought about going he did, to second. Yeah,
2: couldn't get the grip of the gl- of the ball, or else he would have thrown it there. Still, I think it's the right decision to get that out at first.
1: Sacrifice bunt moves the runner in scoring position, and Camper steps in. He is uh, one for three today. His hit came back in the sixth inning. He single. Canford, the junior out of Playa Del Rey, California, 290 hitter, 6'2", 190 pounder. And Parkinson now working to the right-handed hitter, Canford, in the first pitch. Fly ball, Brock Hale going over in right center, able to run it down for the out. Brock got a little bit of a late jump on that ball. I didn't know if he was going to be able to get there, but it stayed up in the air long enough for him to run under and make the catch for out number two.
2: Going a long way to get that.
1: I'm not sure if he just didn't see it well off the bat or what, but but he didn't get a good jump on that one. Matt Lakin to have to run it down. Two men out. And Jordan Kassar, the closer who's in pitching for Pepperdine. So he's no, no longer the DH, he's the pitcher. And the first pitch popped up. McIntyre's got to come a long way. Mitch is going to get there and make the catch for her. out number three. And that will do it for the Waves in the inning. We'll go to the ninth inning. Cougars down 2 to nothing on your New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs.
1: We'll go to the ninth. Nate Favero steps in. First pitch from uh, Jordan Kassar is over for a call strike. So the Cougars down to their last three outs here as they're behind in this game 2 to nothing. And the pitch from Kassar is uh, swung on and missed by Favero. He's quickly down on the count 0-2. That's a ball over his head that he yep. swung at and wasn't even close. Lawson's on deck. He'll be followed by Perns. As Favero fouls that pitch off.
2: This is where you're down two. You just find a way to get on base. Get the tie and run up. And and you've seen crazier things happen. Just find a way to get on base and see what can happen.
1: Favero, the lefty, steps back in 0 2. Favero hits this ball hard, but at the second baseman, McAfee, who makes the play for the out. So one man down here in the ninth inning, and Tlawson coming up.
0: Number
1: David Kassar working on his potential second save of the year. And Claussen just trying to find a way to get on base. David 0 for 2. Struck out, flown out, and had a sacrifice uh, back in the seventh inning. Claussen fouls. Hits the ball pretty well down the left field line. Left fielder going over, and that ball's off the wall in foul territory. Wow. That ball really took off. Going the opposite way, Lawson showing good power. But the ball was slicing away from the left fielder, Josh Davis, off the bat. As Clawson will climb back in the box, batting from the left side, and he fouls another one over into the uh, Cougar bullpen area. And count now 0-2 uh, on the Cougar catcher. Well, Casar throws strikes. I mean, we've—he's uh, been out there for two, three batters now. He's all around the plate.
2: I see he's got a good power arm too.
1: Here's the 0-2. That's up high. And they count now a ball and two strikes. Just get the next
2: guy up. That's the key here. Find a way to get on here, Dave. Here's the pitch. That's outside. Two balls and two strikes. Pitcher wanted that pitch, but there's not too many pitches a pitcher doesn't want. He always (laughs) wants the close one.
1: Here's a 2-2 to Clausen. Ball hit pretty well. Right fielder going back. He's going to get there and get under it and make the catch for the out. So Cougars down to their last out here at Eddie D Field here at Pepperdine. And we are going to have a pinch hitter for Perns. Brown's going to come on and hit. Jake Brown, who's DH'd a bunch this year for the Cougars. Not much lately with the Kringlin banged up with the uh, hamstring.
2: Yeah, nobody but Kringlin will be DH in with that.
1: First pitch to Brown is outside, ball one. Jake Brown, 235 average. This will be his 18th plate appearance. Has four hits and a couple of RBIs. Pitch to Brown, hit right at the first baseman. He's got it on two hops. He steps on the bag, and Pepperdine beats the Cougars here by a score of two to nothing. And, you know, Tuckett, uh, just kind of a strange game. I mean, really the Cougars yeah. out hit Pepperdine seven to four. Uh, Will Jensen didn't appear to, uh, not overpowering at all. Not, maybe not one of his better performances, but the Cougars just couldn't string anything together.
2: Yeah, I really couldn't. And hey, in the fourth, what is it, third inning, we had bases loaded, no outs, with our best hitters up, and get no runs across. Then we had an opportunity last inning where we had good hitters up, and we get thrown out of the plate. So just frustrating. And they score one earned run on the game, and final score two nothing. Definitely feel like you just kind of gave that one to them, and 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 they went, and they got the victory.
1: Unfortunately, the Cougars have said that a few times this year. The LMU series, it just seemed like we gave a couple up there. So. They just need to kind of tighten things up and, uh, and uh, you know, get some, get the hits when they've got guys on base, and they just couldn't do it here tonight.
2: That's a new day tomorrow, though, so got to come out and, yeah, you still got a chance to win the series, and that's what you need to do.
1: No doubt about it. Uh, uh, Pepperdine won the first game last week against LMU, and then LMU came back and got them the last two. So the Cougars uh, did a lot of good things today, but boy, they just couldn't couldn't come up with a big hit when they needed
2: it. No, they really couldn't.
1: We're going to send it back for, we'll take a three minute break, be back with head uh, coach Mike Littlewood on your new skin BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU Baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin BYU Sports Network. All right, back here at D Field, uh, waiting for Coach uh, Mike Littlewood to make his way up as the Cougars lose a heartbreaker here, 2 to nothing. Pepperdine, two runs just on four base hits. The Cougars with uh, no runs, and the Cougars banged out seven hits, but also committed an, uh, two errors, and that uh, one of those errors led to the first run for Pepperdine. Very tough luck performance by uh, Jordan Wood. He went seven innings, gave up four hits, two runs. Had one walk, one strikeout, uh, 95 pitches for Jordan Wood. Uh, Will Jensen went six in the third, gave up five hits, had one walk, three strikeouts. He threw 81 pitches, and Jensen gets the win. He goes to five and zero oh on the year, and uh, Jordan Wood takes the loss. He drops to two wins and two losses, and Cassar uh, picks up the save. That's his second. Of the year, a very quick game, two hours and 18 minutes here at eight, uh, Eddie D Field. Attendance, 307, in the ballpark, and a uh, game time temperature, uh, 67 degrees, here in Malibu. As the Cougars uh, lose the first game of this uh, three-game set, to drop to 13 and 11 on the year. With a win, uh, Pepperdine improves to 11 wins and uh, 13 losses. And uh, just a tough luck uh, game for the Cougars. They had a chance in the third, bases loaded, nobody out, couldn't push anybody across, and they had a man thrown out at uh, at the third at home in the uh, seventh inning, which was a in the actually in the eighth inning, which which was a kind of a difference maker also in the ballpark here today. Cougars and the Waves will go at it again tomorrow, same time here, at three o'clock local, four o'clock back in Utah. And we'll have that game for you here on BYU Radio as well as uh, AM ESPN 960 uh, back in, in Provo. Uh, Cougars will and the uh, Waves will play their final game here. That will be a 1 o'clock start here, 2 o'clock back in Utah on Saturday. Cougars come home next Tuesday to take on the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Six o'clock contest before the Santa Clara Broncos come into uh, Provo for another West Coast Conference uh, Series uh, uh, offensively, Daniel Sneeman led the Cougars with a, he was two for four on the day, and Mitch McIntyre was two for three on the day. Perns also had a base hit, uh, as did um, Anderson. Also had a couple hits. He was two for four in the ball game today. So, Coach uh, Littlewood, a little extra time talking to the team after the ball game here today is the. Uh, Really a heartbreaking loss, Cougars, with the loss go, drop to two wins and five losses on the year. Uh, we'll are going. we we'll, we'll send it back for another 60-second break and hope, you, uh, hope uh, Coach Littlewood makes his way up here. Uh, so we'll take another 60-second break on your uh, new skin BYU Sports Network. All right, back here uh, with uh, Mike Littlewood, head coach of the BYU Cougars. Uh, coach, boy, tough loss. You get a great pitching performance uh, from Jordan Wood like you you got tonight. And uh, Cougars uh, had a couple of opportunities there and and just couldn't push anybody across. And Will Jensen was just good enough along with their bullpen.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it was frustrating. I mean, obviously, when we have bases loaded and, no outs, and we don't, you know, produce. That's that's kind of a momentum changer. And then I take us out of the eighth. I get a, I get a bad read, and uh, you know, it was probably one of the <laughs> worst coaching mistakes I've made. But c- kind of cumulative, you know, you just um, you you come in against a good team that's got quality pitching. When the wind's blowing in, hard to score. You can't give up runs, and uh, you know, we did that today.
1: You know, it looked like on that throw home. I mean, it looked like he was just trying to hit the cutoff man instead of maybe yeah. thinking about throwing home. So when I saw him. Just throwing it to the shortstop and say so you're bringing him home, but I'll tell you what a throw by the shortstop, uh, really, really good throw to the home plate.
0: Yeah, well, it was it kind of a perfect storm. I mean, I think B froze when he saw, which yep. he should. Great base running move by him, and then I didn't, I didn't read the B freeze. And you know, for me, I just kind of read the outfielder's footwork, and he was kind of shuffling left, like he wasn't prepared to throw at right. home. And and um, it honestly surprised me. He got him in, re- he got the ball in really quick to shortstop, and, and his shortstop just made a perfect throw. But uh, you know, hindsight. I mean, um, which I'm I'm pretty aggressive on third base anyway. But um, in that situation, it's just you got to, <laughs> like I tell my guys, you got to think a little bit ahead.
1: Going back to that third inning, you tried to sacrifice a couple times, and guys couldn't get the bunts down, and then they ended up getting base hits to load them up. Yeah. And really, the key at bat right there was Sue strikeout. out. Yeah, it was a guy that's a tough one of the toughest guys to strike out in the nation. You know, and he strikes out with yeah. with no nobody out, and that was really the key uh, at bats. It really
0: was, and, and it puts so much pressure. I'd, I would almost rather have guys on second, third with nobody out than I would uh, bases loaded. I just, for some reason, I don't like bases loaded with no outs. It's just, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, it's okay, but I'd rather have second, third, first base open. It just kind of takes the pressure off the hitter just a little bit. That I think Sue saw Will Jensen's first changeup of the day on that strikeout, 2-2, two, 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 2 changeup. That's a, a, a really good pitch, and... You know, unfortunately, we got Will Jensen on a day that he wasn't his best, didn't have his best stuff. He gutted it up, but came out a little bit early, looked like his arm was a little bit hanging Yeah, you there know, his last
1: fastball, 83, yeah. so we yeah. wondered if it might have been an injury.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if his elbow was a little sore. Yeah. He, did, he did something to his elbow because we could, as soon as he started stretching it out and looking at it, um, uh, it... it we thought, and his Velo went down eight, eight nine miles an hour, right. so uh, we thought we might be able to attack him. And, and uh, you know, we, we picked a couple pitches from him, and we just still couldn't, still couldn't solve him in this ballpark.
1: You know, uh, Jordan Wood, you might want to talk a little about him. Uh, dynamic performance by Jordan. Went seven innings, only gave up four hits, one earned run. You know, one strikeout uh, through 95 pitches, but he was he was great.
0: Oh, he was. I mean, Jordan, today was the best outing I've ever seen him have. I mean, he had three pitches working. Uh, he worked quick. He, he worked ahead. He was efficient. He did all those things that um, that you really like to see a pitcher do. Um, you know, he's he's as good as any starter in our league, and, um, you know, he's, he's done a great job for us. He deserved more than a shutout tonight.
1: Well, Coach, uh, you know, back's been to the wall a little bit this year, and, uh, you know, uh, two games left here in Pepperdine. Uh, I'm sure we're going to see great effort out of the out of the team tomorrow. you got Hayden Rogers, the lefty, going for you. And, and uh, again, just a couple of games that probably not must-wins, but, but boy, games you got to play hard and, and, and try to pick up a couple of Ws here. Yeah, I mean,
0: they sure feel like must-wins. You know, I think that's that's the way we feel as a team. And, and I like our energy. We we weren't tight. We weren't, uh, you know, we played pretty loose today. You know, Brock, man, Brock hit three balls just right yeah. on the screws today, <laughs> and, and he gets nothing, nothing to show for it. It's just this is almost – the conditions today were almost worse than, than it was in Hawaii, just with that wind blowing in. I mean, our, we were playing our outfielders, we were playing perns probably 50 to 75 feet off the center field grass. I mean, that's just – and it's not gusting. It's just that's the way – the ball just doesn't carry here. So, um, you know – We'll, we'll come back tomorrow, get ready to compete, and, and see if we can do it again.
1: Yeah, tough loss, but uh, good game, and uh, look forward to tomorrow. Appreciate you coming up. All right, thanks, Brad. You betcha, Mike Littlewood, head coach of the Cougars, who lose today 2 to nothing to the Pepperdine Waves. Uh, Cougars uh, with a loss, as we've mentioned, 13-11 and 11 now on the year, two wins and five losses in the conference. With the win, Pepperdine 11-13 and 13 on the year, now 3-4 and four in the conference. Like, thank uh, Tucker Slade for his great work, and uh, Cole Weiser back at the uh, station, and uh, with that we'll say so long from Eddie D. Field here in Malibu, California.